What up, everybody? It's Mike Glazer. Welcome to the Nighttime Show podcast. I'm here with head audio engineer, head writer, and ginger who knows how to bake like a motherfucker, Matt Walker. Our Ow! guest today, Victoria Summer from Transformers Age of Extinction, saving Mr. Banks. Ooh, la, la. And now, our host, he called me at 3 a.m. asking when this edible would stop working. I'm freaking Steven out, man. Kramer Glickman. Yay! Woo! Uh. That is true. That is a fact. I have called Mike Glazer repeatedly uh, when I have taken some sort of marijuana, and it has freaked me the fuck out, and I call him in the middle of the night. I've called you at four in the morning, yeah. just going, uh, 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 I've got for, ice on my yeah. neck. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? How do you make this go away? And I'm not good at smoking weed no, or having any sort of weed in my life. I'm not like a big weed person. Yeah, well, Do you know how you unwound? You told me you watched musical theater. I watched musical yeah. theater. But when I, it's, when I it's watched, weed related. I watched a video that was called the top the top 100 musical theater performances of all time. Oh, and nice. that's how I relaxed to calm myself yeah. down. Because I'm look, I'm not I'm not good at it. When I've, it's musical, when it's weed related, you call Glazer and when it's Otherwise, you call me at four in the morning. You're like, hey, dude, you want to hear a funny story? And then he bores me for half an hour while I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, uh, but I've called you yeah. many, many times. Sometimes you have good stories. At significant moments in my All life. Right, can you stop banging the table? I'm not After I asked table. you not to bang the table, and you've done it three times Should now. we start over? <laughs> no. We should start over. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, no, I have called you for significant moments in my life when big things when have happened. When you thought you'd met the one, and then I reminded you that she had said horrible things about uh, minorities oh, on TMZ. Oh, that was one of the wor- one of the greatest <laughs> things that's ever happened, Victoria. What was she like, Steve? Tell oh, me. Come I, on, I met this girl. this girl. Uh, her name is... Uh, don't say the name. Why Doesn't not? Hey, you don't need All to say All right, whatever. Donna I, I met, the, I met Yeah, it's <laughs> Donna Summers. I met this girl, and uh, I, I didn't... I, it was before I was like, I would Google everybody that I... This is like cause eight years ago. This is like eight, eight or nine years yeah. ago, yeah. So I, I asked this girl out, and I uh, we decided we go out for dinner. We're going to go and have a nice dinner. I take her to a very fancy-schmancy place. We have a very nice dinner together. And uh, we go for a nice walk, and then we go back to her place. And, uh, and, and things are going well. And uh, I gave her, I let her borrow my sweater, and it wasn't even my sweater. It was the sweater from a sweater from Big Time Rush. Like, okay, I, I you left, gave away something from I the, gave away from the like wardrobe I lent of your TV her show. A piece of my wardrobe from the TV show I was doing. <laughs> oh, without I shouldn't have done that, but yeah. I, I left it there thinking like, Romeo. oh, I'll get it back. I did a leave mm-hmm. behind. I did the leave behind. Yeah, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And she was fully willing for the leave behind. Okay. And then um, I, I get in the car and I start driving home and I call Matt. I go, oh, you're not going to believe three in the this. Morning. Three in the morning. I go, yeah. I met this girl. She's so incredible. I just had the best time with her. You got you to gotta look. At, I'm sure there's pictures of her on the internet. I'll tell you her name. And I go, this is her name. And I say, I say her name. And he goes, oh, are you talking about the... Um, the, the girl who the girl was just on TMZ. Who was just on TMZ. For saying gay people should for, be put to death. Yeah, <laughs> saying that gay people should be put to death is what this girl had said on TMZ. Oops. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It can't be the same girl. And he's like, I'll play you the audio. Is this, what she, is this her? I'll send you a photo of her. And he's sending me photos. And I'm like, no. I'm like, how can, how can this be the same girl? This can't be the same girl. And I called her the next day and I was like, we could never be together. Like, you said this horrible shit. And what did she say? She was like, I can change. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I like, gay people are nice. I was like, I can't, I can't have you yeah. around. You okay, Stephen, stop doing that. You, that. Whoa. 
Oh my god! I yeah. thought someone was snoring. I thought we were just really boring. Here, give, me, give me that. Thing. <laughs> oh man! That's what I've heard like five times, and you keep doing it. it Do we need to start over? No. <laughs> there we go. Maybe that's yeah. better. Is that better? It's it's fine for now. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> Uh, we uh, we are recording today at the uh, at my uh, condo complex. We have this weird. Uh, if you like the address, DM me on Twitter. I'll yeah, send it. yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a, it's like a what's it called? Like a like a large weird recreational room. Yeah, you got pool tables. Um, and could a be library. a party room. You can it's, have party in here. Fun. We're pool actually dips. we're actually underground right now, and Victoria is being held captive. <laughs> 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 uh, Victoria, so we were talking about musical theater uh, and how it calms me down when I uh, get too high from uh, eating uh, three weed edibles like a fucking idiot. Did um, your mum not give you the talk? No, about what? Edibles. No, no. His, his mom Your got mom into weed late in life. My oh. mom just started smoking weed at like sixty-five. <laughs> at sixty-five, wow. and yeah. I went to go visit her just just recently, just like, like a week ago, and we're hanging out. And my cousin is a like weed, like he runs like a weed company, like he's a big wig in the wow. weed business. And so he, my mom and me and my sister were like sitting out in the backyard, and he goes. Uh, hey, to my mom, he goes, try this, and like gives her his like vape weed oil thing, and she like takes a hit of it, and then and she's like, okay, all right, and then he goes, no, take take a couple more, and like she takes like two or three more, and so she gets like three in, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, 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 come on, she's like a short little lady, like she does not need to be smoking your professional grade weed, right? And he goes, no, 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 it's fine. One more, one more. And like makes her take another hit. She takes another hit. And then he walks away and she turns to, I go, mom, are you okay? And she turns to me and she goes, don't worry, his shit is weak. (laughs) (laughs) Verbatim! No! My little Jewish mother said, his shit is weak. Wow. Those exact words. Wow. I almost, I almost broke down. Wow. I was uh. dying laughing. Yeah. Your mom's not going to give you the talk. So no, she's not. Um, uh, there so are many talks she should have given him that didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. Did you have a, Did you get the sex talk when you were a kid? Who, uh, yeah. Who gave yeah. you the sex talk? And my mom said that um, they go to bed and rub tummies together. <laughs> Oh, it's so very cute. conservative growing yeah. up in the countryside just outside of London. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a different so world. that's what I thought happened um, T- for a while, actually. That was yeah. bellies. Yeah. So if yeah. somebody hugged you, you'd be like, oh, <gasps> no, because no, we weren't in bed. Yeah. It's just happens oh, only when in bed. Yeah, yeah oh. and you're naked. Oh. She told me that you're naked. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But oh, rubbing tummies naked in bed. How old were you then? Yeah, I think I was quite young then because I did get sex education in school and condoms, um, you know, had just come out and we were learning how to use them, putting them on our fingers. Mm. Yeah. Sure. Those yeah. are some small condoms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your oh, yeah, like that. Did you yeah. see that? I yeah. did. Did you guys see that? that would be, that's a great gif. That would be a really great gif. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Did, uh, did, did, you, uh, did you date young? Did you have any... Did you I dated have, old. You dated old? Yeah. Older men. How, so yeah. when, when you were young, you dated older men? Yeah. How? You probably shouldn't go down this road. <laughs> no, that's weird. Like, this is really early on. Oh, okay. All right. That <laughs> we'll and I haven't had a cup of tea yet. Yeah, so. yeah no. Oh, God. Um, Mike uh, Glazer, what, uh, who uh, who told you the talk? Did you have a talk? Um, I, th- 
I know I had sex ed. I think my dad just said something like, um, hey, if you have unprotected sex, she could get pregnant and your life will be over. All right, see you later. And that was like about it. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's pretty solid. It was solid, but it was straightforward. And then I was scared to have intimacy for a very long Mm -hmm. time. Wow. Because of that. Yeah. I am very grateful that my parents never sat me down and had an awkward talk. I just went to school. We had sex ed classes and I was... Very happy to not have to talk about it with my parents. Your dad never talked to you about sex? No. Did you talk to you about, talk about women? Not really, no. Really? That's wow. why I'm so slick with women now. That's oh, yeah, you're <laughs> so good with women. That must be why. I can tell when I met you, actually. <laughs> my, uh, my dad uh, gave me the talk. Uh, my mom asked him to give me the talk, and, and the talk was uh, that he, he uh, took me in the car. <laughs> was the talk goodbye? Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, basically. <laughs> Son of a bitch, Matt. When you were 12 we- on Thanksgiving, goodbye. <laughs> See you later, bitches. You know too much, Matt. He's dead. His dad. Oh, my yeah. dad left. His dad left on like, Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, wow. How yeah. old were you? I was 14, 13, 14, wow. 14, 14, 14 yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. Matt, Matt <laughs> loves bringing that up. I don't best. know why it, it makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> it, it does. It is pretty know. funny. Uh, but he, uh, we, we, I'm a bad uh, person. No, when, when it came time for, to do, for him to do the talk, he, he, uh, my mom made him do it, and he mm-hmm. gets me in the car, and we start driving, and, and this is the exact talk that he had. He went like this. He went, uh, um, all right, here, I'll do it with a uh, blazer. <laughs> okay, great. Laser, okay? Am I you? You're going to be me. All you have to say is, um, I guess. Okay. That's all you have to say. Ready? I can nail this. Okay, ready? Okay. So the, uh, I'm, I'm driving. This is my, my dad, and, uh, and we're driving in the car together. Ready? Um, so, son, uh, your, uh, your mom uh, told me that I'm supposed to take you out so we can have us talk. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't think that we should – I don't think I should have to, you know, talk to you about any of, uh, about any of, that, any of that stuff. I mean, you know, I mean, she, she thinks – she thinks – she thinks I suppose I should be, but I don't think there's. I mean, you, you know, and uh, God damn it, and you know, and she's uh, you. You know about that stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Great. Let's go get frozen yogurt. <laughs> Glazer, you had one line and you added an extra word. Yeah, you blew it. One line, you blew it. You punched it up. <laughs> <laughs> well done. The line was, I guess. Wow, not, Dad. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, real sense of Respect the writers, Glazer. <laughs> yeah, respect the You're writer. in the guild. <laughs> Come on, Glazer. That's so funny. Let's talk about Victoria instead Victoria, of Victoria, did yes. you do a lot of musical theater to start out mm-hmm. in your I career? I did. Yeah, How I did. so? How early so? on, early on. Uh, well, I was dancing from age two. started really young. And oh, then wow. I did song and dancing competitions. And then I did acting at 10. And then I got a scholarship to train in London at stage school. So um, after I graduated at 19, I went to stage school in London and trained for three years in a degree in musical theater. What? Are you serious? (laughs) So do I have a a musical theater degree as well from AMDA, from the AMDA Musical Theater Conservatory. So I went to arts educational schools in London. Whoa. I was there for three years, yeah. That's incredible. And then I did musicals in the West End before I came to No, you Hollywood. did not. You did oh, yeah. What, what <laughs> musicals did you do in the West End? Um, so I w- my first job was Godspell. Um, of course. And then I did um, a new musical. Oh, yeah. So good. I love that one. Um, yeah. And then I did um, uh, Brighton Rock, which was a new musical um, book by Graham Greene and uh, lyrics by John... Um, John Barry, who okay. did all the Bond music, and oh. Don Black wrote the lyrics. Oh my god! And that was Brighton Rock. 
uh, directed by Michael Attenborough. He gave me my first professional job in the West Holy End. Holy shit. Wow. And then I did the musical version of Alfie. Oh, my God. And I did an opera, Gilbert and Sullivan's uh, The Mikado. Oh, great. What? <laughs> I know. <That's> incredible. <laughs> Crazy. I love it. Um, and then I thought, oh, I really want to do film. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then I did The Zombie Diaries. Yeah. And then I got all excited about film. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because yeah, oh. you're like, I only have to do it. A couple times, and then I don't have to say the same thing over and over and over and over again. I just wanted to be famous. That's okay. Fuck yeah. That's the, that's the first really honest, honest answer we've ever had to that kind of question. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's always like, no, I love the art of it. Whatever. I'm like, no. Well, musical theater, is, musical theater is so much fun, but it what it, being in this industry kind of ruins certain parts of it a little bit because... You know, like I just went and saw Book of Mormon uh, oh, yeah, for I've the national it. tour, and it was yep. fucking amazing. It's amazing. But I was like, I have no real interest in. I mean, I don't know if it was on Broadway. Do it to do a show on Broadway, sure. But like to be on a tour where you're performing the same show again and again and again and again, like it. That's fucking. That's rough, man. You gotta mm-hmm. love that show. It's really rough. And I was lucky that when I did my jobs in the musical theater, my first few jobs were just a few months each. So I really got to know, oh, this is really what it's like. Wow, mm-hmm. I've wanted to do this my whole life, be the lead in a musical. And now I'm doing it. And I'm like eight shows a week. I'm exhausted. I'm a bit bored. And I'm not getting paid very much. I'm on the underground every day. It's raining a lot. And <laughs> I think yeah. I'll go to LA. Yeah. 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 Like Hollywood yeah. like. Yeah, and you yeah. I mean I met you when you were touring with the Stoop on Orchard Street. I was touring. And how long a, did that tour last? That tour lasted a year and a half, almost two years. And wow. we went all over Canada and all over the U.S., which I got to see a lot of the U.S. and perform in a lot of theaters in the U.S. That That's amazing. I would never have gotten to do before. Yeah. My favorite theater in all of America is the Paps Theater in Milwaukee. That's the fucking coolest theater. <laughs> it's owned by the Paps Company, but Paps Blue Ribbon, same same company. Okay. And it is this gorgeous, like, four-story you know so they make beautiful theater great theaters and terrible beer basically yeah okay. great yeah, yeah, it's exactly. my kind of place yeah. oh yeah <laughs> but i'll tell you what you have a paps uh a paps blue ribbon in milwaukee mm-hmm. it tastes a hell of a lot different than it does here it was uh, same thing with the uh, budweiser mm-hmm. budweiser and uh okay. All the beer I it's went great to great when you go to St. Louis and you taste a fresh Anheuser product. Yeah, you're like, oh my well, god! The, mm-hmm. the Budweiser we have here is made in the valley. Really? Yeah, they have a plant right up there. Oh well, <laughs> I don't know shit. So I guess there's a plant over in Van Nuys because we had a Bush Gardens in Southern California and they replaced it with a beer plant in like the late seventies. Why do you know that? Because God, I'm from bad. LA, so I know things. <laughs> so I don't know. Just full of knowledge. <laughs> Almost every day you could ask me that question 40 times and it would make sense. <laughs> and, you know, why, why do you know that? Do you I don't know. I just do. If you ever go to trivia, yeah. this is your guy. Take him for, with you. For like pub trivia, no yeah. doubt. That's true. There's trivia on La Brea at the Cat and Fiddle on Tuesday nights. <laughs> Let's Whoa. go. I'm going to take you. You take guys want to go? Take yes, I do. We could be a so group. Smart. I do want to yeah. go. I've never done it. That'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. He knows, he knows everything. When I was in college, we had... Uh, it's frustrating. When I was at Carnegie <laughs> Mellon, <laughs> yeah. I was at a nerd school, Carnegie Mellon. Yeah, we had a trivia contest. It was my sophomore year, and you could have a team of four people, and I couldn't find three other people to want to do. It was just me and my roommate. So we went, and we did it together, and we finished second against all these teams of four people at Carnegie Mellon because I just wow. knew a bunch of Holy garbage. Fuck. 
You don't. You do really do know a bunch of it's garbage. A, yeah. a bunch of useless, Amazing. useless information. Like, when does it pay to know that there was a uh, Bush Gardens in Southern California that's Look, replaced if, by a plant? I Just feel like when if, you're drinking beers and <laughs> trying to win I, a game. I feel like if if this was Star Trek, you would be the computer. <laughs> that's how I always feel about you. <laughs> and the computer would sometimes be like. You spelled your wrong. <laughs> like, damn it, Y-O-U, apostrophe R-E. Son of a bitch. So true. Every time. So true. So uh, you get into film, Victoria. Yes. You You make the leap. Uh, so where was that film, the, the first one, the zombie movie? Um, it was filmed uh, just outside of London in the countryside, not near where I was, somewhere else. I, I just remember it was a couple of hours drive from my house. Mm-hmm. And my mom was saying, Victoria, why are you doing this film? They're not paying you anything because I was literally not paid for that Yeah, film. yeah. Wow. I got, but I got back end mm-hmm. and that was good Hell really because yes. it got released out on Dimension here in the States. Uh, oh I got God. a paycheck. That's like the opposite of every story yeah. ever where that's people get brilliant. like a little bit of money up front and then they like on the back end they're like it makes a billion dollars and you see none of it. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know what on uh, the stupid that stupid 40 year 41 year old virgin movie yeah. that I did like a billion years yeah. ago that was it's a garbage movie. Yeah. Uh, I made doing that movie, Mm -hmm. and I've made like 10 times that uh, in SAG residuals. Do you hear that, IRS? He's made... Hey, no! (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) Don't you say I will murder you. Um, Okay, so here, when I look at your... When you look at your career on the IMDb's, on the IMDb's, you go from doing Zombie Diaries to doing Dracula Reborn. Yeah. Right? Which is looks like it's in the realm of like a like B like a B horror film kind of is it like kind of like a is that kind of in the realm? What are we talking about? I don't think it was even SAG. Yeah, I I okay. got here and that was just a movie that I got the lead role in, so I thought, well, I better do it because mm-hmm. I wanted to get as much movie experience as possible because I really hadn't had a lot behind the camera, really. I mean, I was musical theatre and I had to act small, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now I'm And you kept good. like singing all your lines and had to break it. <laughs> yeah, that was the problem, actually. And yeah. they were like, no, 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 you don't sing They're at like, this yeah. part. You're supposed <laughs> to speak. Yeah. Uh, I can read a, a review for the movie. So when you first started, was it Do like, I hear a review okay. for the movie? Which one? Dracula Reborn? For Dracula Reborn. Oh, God. Right. Okay. I'll, I'll, read, I'll read one of the reviews. You ready? Here we go. All right. I, I'm gonna be. Uh, there's a. F- how about uh, there's a. Well, there's a, a lot of different ra- ratings. <laughs> here, here we go. Dra- the 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 title of this one is because here's the thing is I can make we can make jokes about this because you have also done fucking amazing movies, huge films. <laughs> yes. huge films. Huge but films. I, but but okay, here we go. You ready? <clears throat> uh, this one. Uh, the title of this review is Dracula Stillborn. <laughs> 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 the oh warning spoilers. Uh-oh. The lackluster contempt. Would you read this? You read this, Victoria. In it's your voice, much it just better. better. Please, yeah. it's gonna. You have such a nice voice. This lackluster contemporary adaption of Bram Stoker's classic novel Dracula suffers from low budget constraints, colorless direction, and amateurish performances. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Writer and director Patrick McManus, who, by the way, on the release of the film, changed his name to Patrick McManus for all of the uh, promo. Oh, really? What? That's not his name. Oh. Has, uh, has certainly read the vintage. <laughs> 1897 novel, but he generates few 
palatable thrills and chills with the surefire material. A huge part of the problem is the absence of gothic characteristics and the way that McManus has staged everything is such a straightforward fashion. In such a straightforward fashion, Specific, this goes on a while. Oh, yeah. forget but it. I mean, but that's the gist of it. Jesus, it's oh, really long, and I've never read God. that. Wow. Thank God. <laughs> uh, to be to be fair, uh, Matt Walker was in a movie called oh. Um, oh, Tears of a Clown. Tears of a Clown, the worst um, film I've ever seen. Because uh, yeah, if we yeah. if we're doing this, we have to go. We have to. We have to. Go I know home. a review of yours. I want to repeat my cool. favorite. Wait, hang on, hang on. What what's Oh. It's 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 when you got that review from was it Chicago Sun Times, or the Tribune, because uh, there was a review of the musical he was touring with, and they had a whole rundown of the whole thing and whatever. And they got to his character, they just said Stephen Glickman is loud. <laughs> that is one hundred percent true. Wow, he used to he used to have a hat that said Stephen Glickman is loud. And I it was did like Chicago Tribune, whatever. Like yeah, the, with the quote on there. That's yeah, so I've we've we've I've made some mistakes. Yeah. Um, not, that hat is not one of them. No, that's a, that's a good. No, that's good. a good hat. Yeah, that's a good hat. Um, so you here's what here's where it just it gets so interesting to me. You do this movie Dracula Reborn in two thousand. You do this movie Dracula Reborn in two thousand twelve, which yep. is uh, like a fucking who cares movie. Yeah. The next movie is Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. With with Tom Hanks and. That's a- Pretty big step. Was that the next movie? No, it wasn't. I mean, not on IMDb. Yeah, but not what I filmed. But that's okay. What did you film next? Um, Was it How Sweet It Is? It was Dracula Two. No, it was How (laughs) Sweet It Is. I did How Sweet It Is with Joe Piscopo, Paul. Yeah, that was my bit. My first (laughs) SAG proper real movie that I think I got my SAG card on that movie. (laughs) Now that's a legit movie. That's uh, Paul Sarvino. Who's been on our show? He's been on our podcast. You sang in that. Sang in it. Yes. Wow. Oh, and Erica Christensen. Oh, I love her. And lots of wonderful. Paul Sarvino made us dinner and then sang opera for us on our podcast. And I, I went out to dinner with Paul Sarvino and we sung My Fair Lady together in the oh. ivy no on the shore way. in santa monica he's very fun awesome. i like him a lot uh what a great vo- singing voice great that was a uh, paul herzlinger's movie who also D- brian herzlinger's brian herzlinger yeah, yeah brian herzlinger's he's the guy who did my date with uh, drew barrymore yes. which was a fucking hilarious movie and he's a sweetheart yeah Love so him. cool yeah so cool mm. um so what what did you sing in the movie um, I sung a couple of times, uh, but I sung the finale, um, and uh, that, no, I had a couple of other songs. Yeah. Do, now, as a musical theater uh, like person that loves musical theater, is there a musical that you have not done that you've wanted to do? Like, have you done My Fair Lady? No, and no, I would love to do My Fair Lady. I also love to do Chicago. I always fancy myself, you know, with my legs in the air in my fishnet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you would you know kill what I mean? in a smile. Kill. Come, on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come you, on, if you're listening out there. Who do you want to be in Chicago? Uh, Roxy Hart. What's a what's a Roxy Hart song? What's one of her songs? Um, Happy birthday. You put me on the <laughs> spot here. Um, Roxy Hart. That's one of her songs. Let uh, me see. Amazing Grace, I think, is in that. <laughs> Oh my God, what's <laughs> that? Here, was it <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that was it. Uh, it's uh, Roxy, Roxy, heart, heart, banana, banana, boom, boom, banana, That's what I'm remembering right now. You know, Roxy, heart. 
So to get this movie with Paul Sorvino and Joe Piscopo, that's a SAG movie. Like, how did that You're happen? I auditioned. Like, was it just like, I, I mean, did you, have an did you have an agent when you came yeah, to LA? Yeah, okay. well, I got an agent. Mm -hmm. I got an Here, agent. Here's some lyrics. Here's some lyrics. Right. The name on everybody's lips is gonna be Roxy. The lady reckoning in the chips is gonna be Roxy. I'm gonna be a celebrity. That means somebody everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna recognize my eyes, my hair, my teeth, my boobs, my nose. Ooh, uh, 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 uh. There you go, boys. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's been, yeah. a, it's been a great podcast. Thanks a lot. We're done. It doesn't get better than that. Excellent. Oh. My God. <laughs> yeah. Too good. Too good. Well, um, you just got the lead. Yep. Now you're the lead in the new... In the Nighttime Show podcast. In the Nighttime Show podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you got the part. <laughs> so, you, so you do how sweet it is, and then you jump into uh, playing Julie Andrews in the film... Uh, saving Mr. Banks. No, because I did another movie before yeah. that. What? So let's, let's talk what about how she got these parts because I'm, I'm yeah, confused. I like, got an agent. I got someone to sign me. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Was it was it something that like? Well, you I was trained. I mean, I had I mean, training. You're a trained actress. And I'd done Dracula Reborn. I'd filmed it. <laughs> right. Oh, that was massive. So, like, did you know people out <laughs> <right> here? <laughs> <laughs> did you know people in LA, or did you just kind of come out and say? No, like, I just came out with a couple of suitcases, and I thought, you know, will anyone take me? Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. And Anybody? That's amazing. And that's a, yeah, how, how long until they did? A lot. Uh, yeah, it was a long time. Yeah. It was a long time. It took me a long time. I started coming out here in 2007, just on and off. And I had to get a green card. Well, mm -hmm. I had to get a visa first, yeah. then a green card. So I didn't really settle down here till 2012. And then I think 2010, I did one film here, which was Dracula Reborn. Yeah, and then I did How Sweet It Is. And then I did I did this movie, this sci-fi movie with Casper Van Dien. Oh, what? Love Casper. Friends well, right? Best Rat, friends. Rat Apocalypse. Yeah. It's on there. What? Wow. Yeah. Cool. Oh, uh, Rat Apocalypse. Yeah, yes. he's, he's a very good friend of ours. Yeah. He's I love done Casper. our show. He's done our live show. He's been he's around so for a while. He's so funny. Lot of stuff. He yeah. was great. We had a great time. But actually, I can't I think I just filmed Saving Mr. Banks and then I did the one with Casper. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Literally like a couple of months later. Um, I'm really racking up the credits, huh? Yes, yes. especially with this. You're killing it. Yeah, yeah. The, you're the lead in a new one. Oh, I'll, yeah. I can talk about it if you can't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, uh, just in case you guys uh, uh, want to check out this movie, Rat Apocalypse, which stars Casper Van Dien and Victoria Summer, two of our dearest, uh, nearest and dearest, uh, the plot line of Rat Apocalypse. Here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, can you make some like scary music? American senator delivers a speech to the Russian parliament warning that corruption would turn them into rats. His prediction becomes reality this summer. Rat apocalypse. <laughs> and I play a Russian-American blonde. Do you do a really? uh, do you do a Russian accent? Well, I did for the film. Yeah, like Russian-American. I'm terrible. I don't even know how I did that Come movie. On. Give us, give I us don't... just a little bit. My name was Paulina. 
Paulina. I can't even do it anymore. I just sound like an idiot. I, I honestly, this was a That's very long time ago, it. and it's a movie that I have forgotten about. Quite frankly, it's just I forgot. It's just, it's just you doing. Was doing, I in uh, that? <laughs> but Are I do want to tell you something. There is a mission about the Russian politics. It is a mission about the politics. You should have been in it. Where were oh, you? Where were you? Good. No, but I do want to tell you something. I Please. did go into the studio in 2011 and record two songs and one of the songs called Truth Hurts is now the soundtrack to that film and I sung it oh. live on set in the movie what? and then yeah and then the credits rolled to my song Truth Hurts oh that's God. awesome that's so cool I mean, I'm just well, saying I co-wrote that song with um, this guy yeah. called Jay, Jay Angel from Rock Nation who's like the most amazing songwriter like he writes mm-hmm. for Rihanna and Beyonce like oh ridiculous I know yeah it's that's real time that's real time so anyway I co-wrote that song with him and then it went into that film Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. You're such a talent. I mean, like, I, I, I think you're like, you keep, you keep, you know, popping up and doing great roles in, in different movies and different projects and different things. Like, you're going to just, the, the, we're, we're going to have to, like, beg you to come back and do <laughs> an, another episode yeah. of something at some point. Like, yeah. it's so, you have such a fucking great personality. People, Thank lo- you. people love yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. Very sweet. You and I met, uh, actually, at uh, one of the worst uh, things uh, in history, I believe. Yeah, it was just really an amazing <laughs> night. We were just holding each other's hands, like, we can get through this. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we really confided Serious. in each other. We sat, we sat next to each other at a. Uh, at a, uh, it was an, uh, an award show. I won't say the name of it, but it was an award show mm. uh, where there were forty awards given out um, to uh, to d- uh, different uh, stars and celebrities. None of them which showed up. Sure. Uh, so there were there were forty awards given to nobody. So everyone who presented an award uh, would say uh, at the end of the the thing, they'd say, uh, "I will. I accept the. Uh, I accept the award on." On, uh, like on behalf, on behalf of Steven Spielberg, and you're like, why the fuck are you doing this? <laughs> like, my speech why is was, this uh, happening? Emma Watson was supposed to be here, but <laughs> she has been delayed on set in England. Yeah, <laughs> and then I got I got an uh, an old man, some old man that was there. Uh, I got his nurse to pretend that she was. Uh, you remember that? Yes, I remember that. I got now. this little Hispanic lady to pretend that she was Harrison Ford's niece because I had to give an award to Harrison Ford. So I was like, I was like, you just go up and say you're like Lupita Ford, you're his niece. And she was like, okay. And so I went up and I was like, I was like, uh, here to accept Harrison Ford's award, his niece Lupita Ford. And the whole audience applauded. It was the first person to actually be there to get an award, and she took the award and she went. Uh, my uh, my uncle is a good man. <laughs> it was fucking wonderful, but the whole night was such a fucking garbage fire. Oh, boy. oh and it was hosted by Mickey Rooney's son, mm-hmm. who is the worst person I've ever seen on stage in my life. Like just a living. Mickey Rooney's, Mickey Rooney's son has to be ninety at this point. <laughs> uh, he would. He was doing stuff like. He would go, um, he'd go, uh, he'd go, okay, uh, uh, here to present the award for best actress in a movie about wizards. Uh, you know, um, oh God, you know her. She was in, uh, forgetting, forgetting Mr. Banks, saving, 
Saving Mr. <laughs> Saving Mr. Hanks. She was in a movie called Saving Mr. Hanks with Tom Banks. And, and um. I, I never met Tom Hanks, but I did meet Marilyn Monroe because she was friends with my dad. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Victoria Summer. You go, what the fuck just happened? We were all yelling at the stage. What just happened? Why is this happening? Like, it was so... It was uh, so bad. Have, Paul Sorvino was there. Yes, he was, and he walked with, out. Yeah, he was like, fuck this. Literally. Right middle, just got up and was like, fuck I think it, this. I think it was like literally so after dead. the first person went up, I think he just knew what was in for him, and he just left. Yeah, yeah. Like, nope, nope, nope. nope bye. Out, but, That's Hollywood experience. Can yeah. I tell you? Can Go I get a sandwich. I've had, it, I've had a lot of Hollywood Like, he knew. Like, like, his experience <laughs> were like, he knew <laughs> going in. He's like, forget, I'm out. Like, he could recognize it, and that's why. He knows. yeah. Yeah, my my uh, look. I'm I I don't want to lay on this forever, but my favorite moment was when they said uh, uh, we we have an award. It's for best supporting actor in a comedy series, uh, and the award goes to Jim Parsons for The Big Bang Theory. Let's watch a clip, and then they played a clip of Jim Parsons and uh, what's his name, Johnny Galecki. Johnny Galecki doing a scene, just the two of them Mm -hmm. alone doing a scene, and they go, "Sir, Jim Parsons is not here to accept the award. We accept on behalf, right, right." Then they go, uh, here to, and then uh, award for best supporting actress in a comedy series, Mayim Bialik for The Big Bang Theory. Let's watch a clip. And they show the same, same clip. That she's not <laughs> in it. That she's not in. And then, and then they were like, and then the best dramatic actress in a, in a, a TV series went to uh, the lead lady on um, uh, Westworld. Uh, okay. That girl. And they were like, let's watch a clip. And they showed the Big Bang. <laughs> and, I, and then I just started laughing. And then everyone was getting mad at me. And Victoria was so nice. You, just, you sat there. You were so sweet. And it was you and me and uh, Sophia Milos. Yeah, Sophia oh, yeah. Milos was next to me on the other side. Yeah. 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 Who is uh, also a, a gorgeous woman. And this was yeah, uh, the, the award show so was cool. uh, at a Such high a nice school name. and ran by. <laughs> no, it was a very, very fancy place. Too. In Beverly Hills. In Beverly in Hills. In the Hills. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was like a gorgeous gorgeous location i saw it's down and out in beverly hills i know it's not all yeah. just put it all down to experience yeah. oh, God. hey i know we got a lot of artists and a lot of musicians that listen to the nighttime show and have uh, been on the nighttime show but i'll tell you what a lot of them are missing they're missing merch okay and it is very easy to have an amazing merch store with artist shops by threadless Just add your art to hundreds of clothing, accessories, and home decor items in just minutes. Plus, it's fully customizable so you can make your shop totally unique to your style. But the best part is, here's the best part, it's 100% free to sign up. Zero minimums, zero monthly fees. You even set your own prices so you can control how much money goes into your pocket. And with millions of dollars paid to artists to date, there is a lot of moolah to be made, okay? Artists, designers, podcasters, free up all the time that you'd be spending at the post office, shipping, dealing with customer service, and put it towards what you love, being creative, okay? Threadless takes care of the rest of it. And with 100,000 shop owners and 4 million users, just join the party. Head to artistshops.com forward slash SKG to sign up right now. That's artistshops.com forward slash SKG to sign up right now. Also, 
The Nighttime Show partnered with Threadless, so whew, we have something amazing. You need to go check it out. We got mugs, shower curtains, uh, I mean, T-shirts, sweaters, anything you can imagine. We have it for sale, Nighttime Show style. Go check it out. It's thenighttimeshow.threadless.com. That's thenighttimeshow.threadless.com. And check out our store with all of our cool stuff. It's so awesome. Let's get back to the show. What's the we- What's like the weirdest thing that's happened to you since you've been here in that's town. one of the weirdest things that's up there right yeah that's really up there um yeah i've been to some really weird parties where i've literally walked in and been like i yeah. walked out again <laughs> oh you didn't stay oh i would stay i would stay and lean in hard glazer, really? glazer enjoys bad decisions yeah yeah I'll go for it. i mean i thought character study that that would be amazing in terms of acting work just to just talk to these individuals but the trouble is, is that they're, they're showing themselves to be one thing, but they have a mask on, but the mask is sort of real. That's mm. what they do all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. And the mask is ah. like, and it's, it's like not a good mask. It's kind of no. fucked up. Sometimes it's an actual mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like their face is pulled back and they're in these horrible, horrible dresses and you're just like, you're like, what do you do? Why are you here? Or they're dressed so fucking crazy yeah. that it's like, because here's the thing is, if you go... Because Stephen Glickman is one to talk about people dressing fucking crazy. Well, if this is what if I'm the talking, weird thing is not that their nose is also bleeding, then like, <laughs> if you right. don't even notice that, well, come on. Here's the thing is about wearing really crazy stuff. And Victoria, you, you, can, you can totally side with me on this. If you wear something that is super dramatic and strange looking and you wear it to like the HBO Grammy party. Yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. assumes you're wearing couture at the thing, that you're wearing like the most, like something that, they assume you're wearing something that was given to you by the designer that was right off the runway. Right. right? But if you wear that, that outfit to like someone's backyard, you know, party for like a, like a bad Oscar viewing party, like some bullshit bad event where mm-hmm. everyone looks like dog shit like everyone just assumes you're another crazy person that's at the party like it's very weird and that's why i have to be very careful with my suits because i have like 10 different color suits and if i wear like a bright neon blue suit to like a shitty party then i'm just another shitty person at the party but if i wear the same suit to like a Grammy party where it's very, very fancy. It's amazing. Going, like, oh, where did yeah. you get this? Like, they go, is that Tom Ford? Right. <laughs> that Ford? You know, they just, it's very weird. I get it. It's yeah. very, I mean, it's like the most Hollywood, this is the most Hollywood type of conversation we've. I think we've ever had. But it is very true, though, that those parties are so fucking weird. They're so weird. They're so, they yeah. feel oh. gross. You, you don't they like feel, When you walk in, you go, oh, really? <laughs> you know what it feels like? Oh. Oh, I'm picturing... Okay. Uh, so uncomfortable. Have you ever been to a party where it was raining outside and they left the desserts out in the rain? <laughs> no. And then everyone's still eating them even though they're wet. <laughs> that is what I'm talking about. I've been to That's those so parties where there's people with like 
jello that's been rained on or like oh, cake that's yeah. been rained on at like a party or they have TV screens showing like the <laughs> the Oscars but all the TV screens keep cutting out yeah. and the color the color sink is off it feels like that where you're like oh get me out of here my like it just feels gross well, yeah it's gross. I, yeah! gross I don't get the whole thing of like Ugh. going to a party where people dress up in tuxedos to watch the Oscars on TV I don't understand that at all <sighs> yeah like if you're gonna watch it on TV, thirsty. watch it on TV. Yeah, thirsty but like, is the correct term. Like, I don't put on a tuxedo to watch it in my living room when I watch it on TV. <laughs> like, I didn't do that. I always put on a wetsuit when I watch Discovery. I don't want to see you watching Naked and Afraid, Mike. I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, <'cause> this, <laughs> this year for the Oscars is the only time I've ever been to an Oscar viewing party where I was like, oh, this is... Like really, like really, a fancy really one. Fa- like a fancy one. I've never been to a fancy one before. And mm. the reason this one was fancy is it was hosted by Jamie Foxx on stage in front of us. That's crazy. There were dude. only 200 people in the room. That's when Katy Perry and, was at. And then Katy Perry got up and, and did 10 okay. songs on stage. That's Holy amazing. That's cool. Why that, didn't you invite me? Yeah. Come on, we're friends. Yeah. Right? God, wow. what's the matter with me? <laughs> cat, cat and the fiddle? Off the table. <laughs> off the table. <laughs> You're off the trivia team. But that's the only time I've ever I've ever even seen what that could look like for yeah. it to be fancy. No, Most of the time, it's it's. And you only got to go to fire. that one because you knew some celebrities like, no, it's because of Eric Peterkovsky. Yeah, but I'm saying like you, like he needed some people, and you're like, yeah. oh, the most famous person I know. Here's their number, right? And he called them. He's like, oh, you can come too. It was yeah. one of those things. Yeah. yeah. What, would you he pa- just be he at passed home? on ninety percent of the people I sent yeah. him. Would you rather just be at home watching something? Some years, you know, I've been to some of these viewing parties, and yeah, sometimes I just want to be. I love being yeah. home. Yeah. yeah. Cozy yes. on the couch. Have you ever gone to one of those events? Yeah, I've been to the viewing parties. Yeah. Like I, them? Have you gone to like the actual ceremonies no, for any? No, nope, and I won't go. Even cool. if I'm invited, Power I will not move. go to I will not go to Elton John's party. I'm a <laughs> huge Elton John fan, the biggest. I mm-hmm. met him in Craig's in Hollywood, and he came wow. up. He, somehow he thought he knew me, and he came up and kissed me on the cheek, and I nearly died. <sighs> I nearly died. <gasps> I mean, it's I, not mean. A, I mean, he that is was very the last poisonous. thing on his bucket list. Oh, He's very poisonous. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's, I, it's I, finally made Victoria. Yeah, <laughs> it's very. It's, it's embarrassing. It's so hard to have a conversation with someone like that oh, that God. you like that you love that much. Yeah, and I can't go to his party unless I really feel like I've done something that's real. Yeah. In Hollywood, I get that. I get yeah. that. You don't feel like you've done what you said. No, the no, I'm. So, uh, yeah, I have big goals, big dreams. I'm just like so. Yeah, Hollywood for me has been. That, that is a slow, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's a, a slow, slow elevator. Slow elevator, yeah. but you're doing it. Well, mean, escalator. Well, I think what, is, is it? Is it an Oscar? What's the? What are, where's oh, definitely. The, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I want to get an Oscar. I want to get a Tony. Yeah. yeah. I want to get an EGOT. Yeah. Fuck, fuck yes. Yes. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you're you're so fucking talented. I Thank have, you. I have no doubt it'll happen for you. I'm in yeah. good company here. Hey, well, you know. Come on, boys. <laughs> Absolutely. We can just put, let's just put on Chicago. Right? We can just do it on the pool table. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's do it. Absolutely. I got my hands You've got on. fishnets, don't you, Stephen? I, of course I do. Yeah. I can play Mama Morton. Yeah. <laughs> I would be a terrific Mama Morton. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so you do Saving Mr. Banks. Okay, yeah, we didn't even get into Saving we didn't talk Mr. About Banks. That. So, so how do you get cast to play Julia, Julie Andrews? It's so weird. I'm glad we're talking about it because it is interesting because basically they told me that they flicked through thousands of pictures on LA casting and they thought that I looked the most like Julie Andrews. This is what they told me when I got on set when I was talking to the makeup artist and that's what they said. 
That's it. My pictures were in LA casting because I do commercials, yeah. you know, modeling and stuff like that. That's how they found me. And wow. I was number one on the list. And they were like, do you want to do it? Are you available? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'll so clear I, my schedule. Yeah. So then I had to go on set to meet the director because they weren't going to say yes to me unless I went in, met them, and they liked me and everything. Yeah. But it was yeah. fine. I went up on set at the Huntington Library where they were filming and I met the director, John Lee Hancock, and the makeup people. Because the whole wig thing was a deal because they had to cut the wig on my head. Oh, yeah, and yeah. then I was wearing her gown and it was a whole thing. So, But it was the most amazing amazing surreal experience to recreate the make the the premiere of Mary Poppins mm -hmm. at that theater on Hollywood Boulevard with all these like you know there was penguins they were they had all these like it, I mean it was <laughs> ridiculous oh, wow. yeah. people wow. dressed up it was crazy they put all the cherry blossom out I just remember thinking what the hell Emma Thompson was there she's the nicest person in the whole world I walked into her makeup trailer on the first day of, of getting onto set and she goes to me hello Victoria welcome to set <laughs> oh. and she knew my name oh. and it's Emma Thompson <laughs> oh my god I mean she was mind blowing it really was and then there was Tom Hanks that when mm -hmm. I stepped out of the makeup trailer all dressed up in, I was about to walk onto set he was about to walk on set. We were about to do the scene. Hadn't met him. He's totally in character as Walt Disney. Mm -hmm. And he goes to me, I'm walking out. And he comes up behind me and goes, hey, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that was, it was Tom. Tom Hanks. Whoa. What do you say to that? I had to be Julie and say, hello. Very nice to meet you, Walt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> What that must it must have been mind blowing. It must have been crazy. I mean, I watched Forrest Gump when I was I don't know twelve. I was so I, I mean, yeah. it's weird when you see someone you're like, well, you're I a mean, real person. Yeah, you're real? it was just so surreal to me. I didn't know what to say to him. I was I was totally dumbstruck. It was just, I I will never forget it. It was, a, it was such an experience. That's mm -hmm. amazing. What an amazing experience. <laughs> just like, hey man, bosom buddies. Good job. Yeah, right. Good job. <laughs> Splash. Um, That's amazing. What a what a fucking bizarre, amazing experience, yeah. though. Yeah. To 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 like end up on a set like that, and then you just have to readjust your your mind to dealing with like, all right, well now we're here. Now this is what we're doing. We're we're gonna work with Tom Hanks. We're gonna work with Emma Thompson. We're gonna have this big experience, and and then. Then and then you have to go home after you finish. Back to my That's... guest house in Hancock Park. Oh my god! I was living in like a studio and get in a <laughs> studio it. place at the back of this huge house in Hancock Park, and That's it was awesome, tiny. Though. A little, I love, I love little <laughs> just... little guest house at the back of Hancock Park. Yeah. That is a pretty fucking nice yeah. way to yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. really. Um, That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wow. amazing experience. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, now, did uh, did you feel like an impact from that in your uh, like a, in your career, like right away? Like, how did you like what like what did you how did that affect your career? It's really funny because that is the one role that everybody thinks they think Victoria Summer, they think Saving Mr. Banks, and it's really a very small role. Mm -hmm. um, and um, it's just funny that that really was my big break in Hollywood. Wow. Yeah. And it just came from, they saw your picture on LA casting and that's then it. they're like, that's, that's I mean, her. I have auditioned yeah. for roles and got them, by sure. the way. Of course. Yeah. Of course. No, <laughs> yeah, no, but that yeah. one was, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. 
Big shout out to LA Casting. Jeez. Yeah, and uh, what's the name of the casting company? God, I'm so bad that I'm going to forget this. Break, really was it Breakdown it. Express? Bill, 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 Bill. Damn it, I really wanted to mention him because it's just really Hold on, funny. I'll look up the casting director on IMDb. Yeah, if you could, yeah. thanks. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> Um, now, what about um, uh, Transformers? Yeah, I booked Transformers shortly after I filmed Saving Mr. Banks. Did you audition oh, no. for that one? Yes, I did. Wow. That audition was something because I was so nervous because flipping Michael Bay. I've always wanted to work with him since I saw Pearl Harbor. Oh, yeah. Oh, Kate Beckinsale. I'm in love with her. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Oh, my way, God. She's my girl crush. How is it that she's still so good looking? For oh, like, what are you she hasn't me? aged in twenty years. She's it's a, amazing. She's a beautiful woman. Whatever she's, she's doing, gorgeous. everyone should do. She's, she's also just really funny. Yeah. I was surprised at how Hilarious. small she was when we met her that one time because we went to the Underworld something premiere, one of those movies. We went to the premiere of it. Yeah. We met her at the party afterwards, and she was she's tiny. Yeah, she's a really smart girl. Yeah. she's done great roles. She's very very talented. She's always on point. She's she amazing. dated a friend of ours, a comedian <laughs> friend of ours. Um. Name Matt, Matt. Was it Bill Dance? Yes, it was Bill Dance. Thank oh, you wow. very much. I know who that is. Yeah, he's a great guy. Great he guy. cast me. Wow. Bill Dance. Thanks, Bill. Well, yeah. Uh, so then, see, well, you, get Bill, to go, Bill, you get to go and work with Michael Bay. What is he like as a person to work with? You got I, gotta, you I have to t- dish the dirt. Dish mm-hmm. it. I love him. Really? Yeah. What's he like? He is hardcore discipline. He runs his sets like a tight ship. And I have a lot of respect for that. Everyone's scared of him. He doesn't mind that. People hide behind walls, behind desks, behind chairs to get out of the way just so that they won't be told. Yeah. Get out my way. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh my but, God. Hey. Wow. Yeah, like he's sort of known for being he's like a, a dictator on set, right? Yeah, yeah, but people are on their A game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like him a lot and I want to do more work with him. Yeah, he his movies Always fucking kill. That's what Can we like, just talk about pain and gain for a minute? That mm-hmm. okay, that's a what? that that is a perfect movie. It's a brilliant movie. Did it's you see totally that movie? brilliant. I didn't see it. You didn't see Pain and Gain? I did not. Dude, it's so fucking so great. Good. It was it's Mark Wahlberg, right? Yeah. And the and Who uh, by the way, sweetheart. Love Mark Wahlberg. How do you how do you know Mark Wahlberg? From Transformers. Oh, oh yeah. yes, of course. Of course, of course. You of know? Course. That's the post Shia yeah. era of Transformers. Yeah, Pain and Gain uh, was so fucking cool. And it was like, it was like a different side of Mark Wahlberg that we hadn't really seen yet. Yeah. Um, it's a, a three bodyguards from Florida get caught up in an extortion ring and a kidnapping scheme and it goes wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's it, the three bodyguards were Mark Wahlberg, Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. and Anthony... Uh, Mackie, and then the guy that they kidnap is Tony Shalhoub. Okay, and it's just cast. fun, so much fun to watch. Uh, uh, Christopher Marcus wrote it. Who all, who who went on to write Captain America, Captain America, Captain America? I mean, he's written so mm-hmm. much stuff for Marvel, but it's just feels like it feels like a much bigger movie than what it actually is because mm-hmm. it's a story because there was there was a movie uh that i loved uh that i watched uh i've seen it like three times already um that zach galifianakis is in uh hang on 
And now I'm forgetting the name of the movie because I'm a real asshole. It's a very memorable film. Yes. Um, it it was like a movie that... It's called uh, Masterminds. Uh, oh, which, okay. Same yeah. kind of movie mm. where it's like a couple of bumbling people try to rob a bank and it doesn't work and they get screwed over, right? That movie was, was, that movie was made like an indie movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's like the indie version of Pain and Gain. Like Pain and Gain mm-hmm. is like the big budget, a big bu- budget you got movie. For Eighty something. million in salaries on that film, right? But that yeah. movie did not need to be made for for two hundred million dollars. Like mm-hmm. it it could have been an indie movie. Could but, have done for twenty, right? But yeah. Michael Bay shoots that movie like he's shooting, you know, fucking yeah. Armageddon, and you're like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! The whole yeah. way through it, it just feels so exciting and fun to watch. You should definitely uh, see it. Yeah. It's funny hearing. Like, like about Michael Bay and him being like a, a real dictator inside. Because I remember reading Sidney Lumet's book uh, on making movies, and he talked about how one of the first things he would do to make sure everybody's on their toes the whole time is he would pick whatever the easiest shot in the whole script was, and he would set that up to be the first shot. They'd shoot at one time. He was like, "All right, that's a wrap. Let's move." And that way, everybody always knows like they they don't get one or two free takes before they have to bring it. So he would just pick a shot of like somebody walking into a building and they shoot that one time. He's like, all right, we're using that, that take and then move on just to really put it in the, in the brains of everybody working on the film that they really have to be on their game from day one. Wow. Yeah. That's a very smart, that's a very smart move. So that's why smart. he's yeah. made brilliant movies. Yeah, but when the, when the clock's yeah. ticking on a Transformers set, oh, that's, that's money. So much money. That's money. Oh, yeah. yeah that's a that's a <laughs> That's, so a big, that's, that's a huge big money on that film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That must have been so much fun. It was amazing. Those dinosaurs it was amazing. make a shitload of movie. I was on. Shit I was on set for three yeah. weeks. I had a week in Detroit, two weeks mm-hmm. in Chicago, and it was just yeah, one of so those. You were Stanley. You were Stanley Tucci's assistant. assistant. Yeah. yeah. Now, was there a lot of green screen work for you on that? Like, how does no. it, all that happen? No, we were we were in buildings and around Chicago and in Detroit. Yeah, we. Were, we were doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do stuff yep. on those movies. He's notorious for like. Like, like, re- like taking taking a building that is, uh, you know, and going, hey, we're gonna blow out the entire front of of your actual building, <laughs> yeah. yep. and we'll just pay for the. We'll damages. just pay to re- replace it. Yeah, yeah, we'll just really replace it, or we'll build a, a new, new section of a building <laughs> to blow it up in this scene. Yeah. And that like, was what I I got to when amazing. I arrived in Detroit. They built mm-hmm. all these these um, huge, massive sets that looked like China, and it was just unbelievable. So that was all sets when I was in Detroit, and then when we were in Chicago, we we're in these big buildings that they just bought out for the whole filming. Wow. Yeah. yeah, incredible experience. Yeah, I mean, so amazing. Was that before, or after the Rat Apocalypse movie? I th- uh, Rat Apocalypse was before Transformers. Okay, so like you went from Rat Apocalypse, which was made for I went Saving Mr. Banks, Rat Apocalypse, Transformers. I think so. Yeah, so you went from a movie that was made for like no money, just about right. Rat yeah. Apocalypse was probably like a million dollars total, to a movie that was made for like a hundred fifty million. And like the the difference in the way they do the effects on there is just night and day. It's like a whole different thing. What's yeah. the difference in like? Here's a good one. Like in the difference between being on set, like when it comes to like having a trailer, having craft service, lunch, things like this. Between being on a set like Pterodactyle, yeah, or being on uh, Transformers. What's what's the difference in? What he wants to know like about craft service. That's I want to know about craft service. <laughs> what's the difference in in the craft service or in the in the lunch? What's what's the difference in what you have to deal with? Um, lunch is. You want to know what lunch is like on, say, pterodactyl? 
I think I just ate a packet of crisps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and there was some drinks out and stuff. Like, maybe there was some Coke. But For um, American listeners, those are potato chips. So potato chips, <laughs> potato <laughs> chips and a Coke on a set like pterodactyl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was, yeah. by the way, on set for pterodactyl for, I think, half a day. Right. Okay. Yeah, because okay. I had one scene in that. It was mm-hmm. a long scene, so maybe it was maybe it was like it was it was a day. I was on set for a day. Mm-hmm. Well, you know the and then Transformers, know, Transformers are there for three I'm, weeks. Yeah, and I'm I'm in, I'm in I have my own trailer, wow. not my own whole trailer, yeah. but I've got my own room in a trailer. Yeah, and it's very much like hurry up and wait. Yep, you're going to go on, and then we don't go on, and we're <laughs> right. all ready. We're not outfits, and we don't yeah. go on, and you then, don't go on, and, yeah, and, and, like, but you uh, still get paid for the day. Well, we got bought yeah. out for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! The hot, you know, the so hot just, chicks got. They wanted us three weeks. They just wanted our time, so oh, they bought yeah. us out. That's fucking great. And then you know, did they put I got you resi- up? Did you get put? Oh up? yeah. Where did you stay? Hard Rock Hotel. Nice. And then Come and then on. Stanley Tucci and Michael. They were all at the Trump um, Hotel mm-hmm. in right. Chicago. Yeah, it was it was an amazing. Ex- oh, what can I tell you? So then, it are your residuals amazing. based on you working three weeks, or are they based on just what was filmed, or how does that work? Residu- residuals are always based on the lines in the movie, okay. of yeah. how much you actually get. Mm-hmm. So, but that was how the first movie time? that yeah, that was the first movie I got residuals on, and I'm still getting residuals. Yeah, you'll get residuals on that for twenty years. That's not stopping airing on cable yeah. anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. yeah, that's a big movie. Uh, what about yeah. uh, Game of Aces? Game of Aces, what a movie. Boy, <laughs> oh my goodness. I didn't audition for that. I did not audition. Mm-hmm. I met with the director, the casting director, Fern Champion. Shout out to Fern. Love mm-hmm. you, Fern Champion. She nice. cast me. She cast me also in Ratapocalypse, um, opposite Casper mm-hmm. Van Dien. Um, this one you were opposite Chris Klein. Exactly. Love him. Game of Aces, yeah. So I had to, it was such a rush for me because they had another girl who was German uh, who was going to play the British nurse in, mm-hmm. in Game of Aces. And she wanted to go home for Christmas and didn't do the movie. And I got pulled in by Fern. She's like, she calls me up and it's like just before Christmas, I think it's like the 23rd of December. And I mm-hmm. was going to go home to England. And I remember being outside Equinox about to go to work out. And I get this call and she's like, I need you to read this script. And then I need you to meet the director. So I go home immediately, read the script, go and meet the director in Lanchmont. And they just gave me the role right there on the spot. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, and then, and then it was, cr- I remember Christmas day, I was at the dialect coach's house in Malibu <laughs> learning German because I had to do seven scenes in German. And oh, then I was shit. on set December 31st. I like so you, five. You learned German in a week? Yeah. I learned German in a week. Wow. For that movie. It was crazy. Whoa. Because I play a British nurse, but I, t- I'm going to give you, I'm going to give it to you, but Please. I turn out to be a German assassin. What? You see? So I'm actually German. I gotta I gotta be a real German. Oh. So okay. so boy, I mean seven scenes and I was with I was acting my scenes with Werner Dane, who's one of the biggest German actors. He played Valkyrie with Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. Of you remember course. his I face, know, I know right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, I He's know. He's such face. a great actor. Love Werner. Um Do you remember any of your German lines that no, you had? No. No. So, you know, I'm very, very selective at where are your papers? Where are your papers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good and terrifying. I see nothing. But that, but Game of Aces is available nothing. on Hulu now. It's on, it's on Hulu, and uh, it had a theatrical release. And you know, I really, actually, really liked that movie. Mm-hmm. It was a great role for me, very much like The English Patient. I yeah. loved it. I well, loved it. I loved it. That's so very cool. low budget. We were out in the desert for thirty days. We went out to um, Death Valley. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. sure, of course. That's, yeah. that's where we filmed. We were there for uh, what, 20, 25 days or something like that. That's the lowest elevation in the United States. Oh, Death Valley. Take him for trivia. I'm going to take you for trivia. <laughs> we're, we're, going for yeah, trivia. We'll we're going for trivia. We're going for trivia. Team yeah. trivia. Don't make, don't make that happen. Um, <sighs> you, you have continued doing uh, all sorts of different movies and all sorts of different cool stuff. Uh, but what, uh, before we wrap things up, what, what is something. Uh, that you've wanted to do that you haven't gotten to do yet? I really want to do a really big action movie. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I love doing the action. I, I learned World War One guns for Game of Aces, and mm-hmm. I love doing all the action work and all the, the moves and all of that stuff. And I'm, I'm very physical. I love to work out. I'm, I'm also trained in martial arts, and I really want to do more action stuff. So I kind of got the action bug from Game of Aces. Like if you could do like a Kill Bill-style movie where you run around killing people and I would rather and... like, I'd rather fancy myself doing a Mission Impossible or, or, oh, yeah. or a Bond Girl-style role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit. Oh, yeah. I can see that. I yeah. can totally see that. That's my idea. So, um, see, here's the thing, and a thing that I think you should have done that I don't know why they didn't cast you was they have that Mary Poppins remake they're making, and I told Glickman, I was like, why don't they put Victoria Summeridge? She should be Mary Poppins. Yeah. I agree. I agree with you. Especially you're a singer, too. I mean, you yeah. have such a beautiful voice. It would be crazy. Yeah. And you we, you mentioned something right before we started. You're like, ah, uh, there are nipples on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is... is do you feel like sensitivity towards that kind of stuff in the U.S. is much? Is it a much bigger deal here, or is it? Are people more uh, relaxed about that type of stuff in the U.K.? Like yeah, we're what, more relaxed you, Europeans. We're just more relaxed. You Americans like oh, nipple. <laughs> <laughs> Don't show nipple. Got put crosses over nipples. You know, like, people freak out here. Yeah, people lose their Instagram accounts and shit like all yeah. the time. I know what that's crazy. Yeah, it's stop showing already. your nipples on the internet, Stephen. And I'm then you sorry. Keep your they keep they keep, <laughs> they keep censoring your. They nipples. keep telling me to put my nipples away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't have many no. raunchy pictures, but there is that one. Sure, there's that one. I think you need there's to. Always I one. think there is always one. There's always one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's just there's one there's a picture of me on the internet it's just my balls that's all it is <laughs> it's just me holding my balls <laughs> apologizing I'm apologizing while holding them that's not true um yeah but yeah, I think it's important to do uh to be like comfortable with yourself and you know for a business that is you know they, that tries to make you so uncomfortable all the time you yeah, know? God, there's like, so much pressure. There's so much pressure, but oh, get your lips done. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you get an injection here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Little pull back there. Get some Botox. <laughs> 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 like, no. Yeah. I, Can we stop, please? I like off. my thin lips. Yeah. I've got thin lips. I like them. You Look, have very nice lips. They're thin. They're not fish lips. Well, yeah. that's. They're fine. not Kardashian lips. You don't They're need just not. Have, dude, I, I've seen some of those people, and you see them, and you're like, oh, God. And then you see what does them it when feel to kiss them? Have you ever kissed them? Because I haven't. Uh, I don't kiss women. Once or twice. Once or twice. Does it feel weird? It's it's something, all right. It Do you, is you like it, don't you? <laughs> I like, hey, I just like it. I can it. tell. I'm, look, hey. You like big lips, don't uh, you? Well, That's look, okay. I like if all you like big lips. Ca- I like all the lips. Okay. I'm a fan of all lips. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like all lips. You like big lips and you cannot nine. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Uh, well, it's the thing horrifying. is, like, you see people who get a lot of work done, and then as they age, they just look weird. It's so strange. Like, you, every just year, age, age you watch the Oscars every year, yes. and there's always at least one woman who the internet blows up about because, like, you're like, what the hell you're happened like, to oh, her face? No! And it's in yeah. there, like, that's a different person now. Yeah. 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 That's what happened with Renee Zellweger. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I love her. I don't know what happened with Renee Zellweger. I don't know what, what, what happened there. And you don't have who, to do that. Uh, who am I to say anything about Renee Zellweger? I'm yeah. a you know, chubby Jew. But there's, it, was a, it was a very interesting situation because when, her, when she refaced in the world, <laughs> literally. Resurfaced? Resurfaced. The in the, yeah, when, Resurfaced. Everyone was like, who is that? We don't know who that person is. And maybe it was like, maybe it was a bunch of different things. I mean, I've seen her since and she mm-hmm. looks more like herself now. But also like, you know, you ladies, you know. You, there's a lot of pressure try, on women in Hollywood. There's a lot of yeah. pressure. Also, yeah. yeah, like there's a lot of pressure. Like we can, I mean, uh, like like there's anything to let us go from. But I'm like we can let ourselves go and it doesn't really make a difference in comedy. Like nobody no. cares. Yeah, com- they don't care about Comedians, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. If we die young, they just go, yeah. oh, yeah, you will be, make God laugh. That's yeah. what they all say. There's no, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? That's my only hope for ever my name on the, the marquee at the Laugh Factory is when I die. That's my only chance. Well, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Even then, probably not. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'll put on a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be dead probably. But yeah, I'll, I'm going to outlive you. Yeah, most That's likely. for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll see. Not if I kill we'll find you. Out. Not if I murder <laughs> you. You heard it here first on the Nighttime <laughs> Show podcast. I may murder Matt Walker. It's plausible. Uh, yeah. Victoria, you are such a wonderful uh, lady. Victoria, have you ever taken just, a bad photo? Yeah, have you ever taken a bad picture? I find it hard to believe that you have, because every photo we found of you on the internet, you look amazing. We tried to look for bad We ones. tried to find a bad photo of you. Impossible. Nothing. Wow. Um, you want to take one? Yeah, let's take a bad we, we photo. We will take a picture for of you. For sure. We'll <laughs> see if we can make a bad photo. Um, <laughs> where can people find you on the internet? If they want to find you to to follow you and things. Uh, VictoriaSummer.com and then Instagram at VictoriaSummer, Twitter at VictoriaSummer, yeah. Facebook. Victoria on her Summer Instagram, by the way, you can hear Victoria singing all the time oh, yeah. on her Instagram. I do like to sing. I do, sing all the time. What are you singing next? I sing at live, live events most You weekends. did the, that Grease wow. thing not that long ago. That was amazing. Yep. yep. Well, when are you singing next? Do you have anything coming up? Yeah, but I'm doing a. I think I'm doing a gig next weekend. Yeah. All right. Well, they, can they Most check weekends. out dates on your interview post on uh, when you're one doing thing things? that? Yeah, I have my next tea event, which is Tea with Victoria Summer. <gasps> uh, it's in Nashville, what? Um, and that's on May 12th, and I'm going to be singing at that event. I sing at every tea event. The oh last one was here in Los Angeles to launch Game of Aces when it came out. We mm-hmm. did the tea event, and uh, yeah, I sung with a cancer survivor because I'm ambassador of Teen Cancer America. And uh, we raise money for kids with cancer. And oh. the Vanderbilt oh. Children's Hospital in Nashville needs a center for teenagers, and we're raising money for that. And mm-hmm. we shall have a big tent at the Nashville Steeplechase May 12th, and we will be raising money there. I shall be singing in the tent with a country music artist who shall remain unknown at this mm-hmm. point. Sure. Uh, but we're being covered by the BBC, and we're very excited about that. So we're awesome. doing tea at the Steeplechase. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, girl. So let's ask a couple. Mm. Que- I have a couple questions about what you like in terms of entertainment. Like, what do you like to watch? 
Um, what do I like to watch? Let me see. Hmm. I'm a big, big movie person. Mm-hmm. I love movies. Um, probably one of my favorite movies is Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm into action. I'm into a lot of genres. Do I love watch? romantic comedies. Do you have Netflix on action. your phone? Do you have Netflix on your phone? I do. Mm-hmm. Can, yeah. we, can I see your phone? He's going to check our Netflix account. I want to check. Do you watch a lot of British TV at all or mostly American sourced entertainment? Both. Okay. Are you yeah. like Doctor Who, anything like that? Like, would you ever be Used a companion to. on Doctor Who? Well, oh do you know God. what? That would be that would be great. Like, I could see that. Like, I have to tell you, and and whoever's been on Doctor Who has managed to have just amazing careers after yeah. that. That's like what Jenna I Coleman's doing great stuff now. Yeah. After Doctor Who and David Tennant, of course, and oh sure, exactly. Entertainment Netflix. Yeah. Do you have Netflix on your phone, Matt? Uh, I think I do. Let me see. Pull it up. I'm gonna pull it up. We'll see if I can yeah, get we'll to all it. Trade going to trade Netflix accounts here. <laughs> Let me see. I haven't logged there. into Netflix oh, in a no, while. Oh, no, you're not signed in. Oh. Uh-oh. Okay. All right, okay. So here's my Netflix. It tells me I should watch the stand-ups. Well, that's not surprising. Um, so it's a very exciting uh, podcast time here where we look up Netflix on our phones. Well, I've been watching The Office. Mm-hmm. On I'm in season nine, so, you know, the the best season. Um the stand-ups also i tried mm-hmm. to watch a little bit of uh the joe McHale show where, where can you see your history on here uh it should just be like of what's what you're currently watching or what you've been watching well, oh well it tells me like continue watching is uh my next guest was the letterman show oh the letterman show but that's the last thing i watched on there I haven't seen you know what i got a super obsessed with was uh undercover boss uh, which you can watch Undercover Boss on Netflix. Here's why I love this, Victoria. Have you ever watched Undercover Boss? No. Okay, here's why it's great. First season of Undercover Boss, they have a guy on, right? And uh, they have like a, a guy, He he's the boss of a company, he goes undercover, mm-hmm. right? That's the, the premise, right? Mm-hmm. And then he like meets all the employees, and then at the end, he reveals that he's the boss, and he brings them all in for a meeting, and he, and goes, he gives like a he gives he them goes, a house. Yeah, he, well, first okay. season, he yeah. goes... Uh, Michael, you did a great job. Uh, you, you know, I know that your family is struggling and that you guys are having a hard time. Um, so I'm going to give you a 15% raise mm-hmm. and also a, a camera to take pictures of your kids. <laughs> Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Like seventh season, you watch like the seventh season and it's like, uh, Michael, I know that you, um, it's like same type of, exact same type of company. Same scenario. Yeah. Michael, I uh, saw that you uh, and your family are having a little bit of a hard time. So I'm giving you a million dollars <laughs> and I'm buying you a house yeah. and sending your family anywhere in the world you want to go. And you're like, holy shit. Like f- if you were on the first season of that, of that uh-huh. show, you got screwed. massively screwed. That's, and that's because, the power of syndication. Yeah. Because they just up that syndication it's all money about right there. Upping the ante because yeah. yeah, they, they want everyone to, you know, to do that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so to watch again. So you watched uh, Riverdale? Yeah, I, mm-hmm. ju- I didn't. I, That's the Archie show, right? Okay. I just watched but that. It's, just it's serious. Deep Blue right? Sea, Jessica Jones. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hateful Eight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Lovely movie. Bones. Mm-hmm. We, met, we met Tarantino at the Hateful Eight screening. Yes, we did. Big, big Armageddon, Sixth Sense, 13 going on 30. You got you got good stuff yeah. going on in here. Yeah. Like when we Tony went, Robbins, Blackfish. Oh see, yeah. When I when Glickman and I went to go see Hateful Eight, we went to the they had a seventy millimeter screening at LACMA. We go and they did a, a double feature of it's a mad 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 world and then the Hateful Eight 
which is a weird combo. Yeah. But so there's we go for the first movie and there's like 20 people in there. Like it was like 300 for, for hateful eight, but there's like 20 people in the room. And one person is just like laughing like De Niro and Cape fear during mad, mad world. And we're like, who the fuck is laughing like a crazy person? And the lights come up for intermission. And that was Tarantino. He's sitting there laughing like a madman. Wow. And it's a mad, mad world. And we're like, Oh, I guess he's going to talk before they show his movie. And then he takes off. Like he just came to watch. It's a mad, mad, mad world. And then he left before they showed his own movie. It's very weird. strange. Very strange. Strange guy. Very strange. Very yeah. talented. Have you ever you ever uh, run into him? No, in and no. I want to because I'm going to tell yeah. him, look, I want to work with you. Put me you in should. a movie. You should. Make me crash a car. I'll do it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. love him. Um, well, you're spectacular. <laughs> everyone knows that. Uh, Matt, where can people find you on the webs? Uh, you can find links to everything at funnymatt.com or if you're irritated by me in any way, let me know at mattwalkersucks.com. New, com- new content coming soon. I got a lot of hate mail this hey, last week. Hey, so. why'd you get so much hate mail? Uh, for defending the fabulous Esther Koo, who's a very funny comedian, and uh, the New York Post ran a hit piece on her, and I told people if they had a problem with Esther Koo to let me know so I could kick them in the balls before I unfollow them on Twitter. Yeah. And I got a lot of people who were upset about that tweet, and then I made a bunch of people mad today because uh, I said that now uh, maybe the Trump administration could do something good for once and deport Conor McGregor. And they got why, mad about well, that. Why would you say that about Conor McGregor? He caused a big ruckus last night. He got arrested. Uh, oh. for assault. Like, there were a bunch of other MMA guys on a bus and he like took a bunch of stuff and broke the windows on the bus and he's being an idiot. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's, yeah, but that's, deport him. But people love, people love hating you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's fine. So Whatever, you can care. go to mattwalkersucks.com, Victoria, and read all the hate mail that yeah. he gets. It's great. You um, actually put the hate mail on oh, yeah, the yeah, internet? Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, how interesting. Uh, hang on, let me, uh, let me ask Mike Glazer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, Mike, Mike Glazer, uh, uh, how can people find you on the, on the internet? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah, I got this. <laughs> Glazer at uh, gmail dot uh, <laughs> no. whatever. Glazer on all social media and T sucks. That's yeah. what he would say. Glazer, Glazer I love T, but Glazer hates T. Glazer for some walked reason. out on yeah. us because uh, he has emotional problems. <laughs> no, he he had, he he had to go. He did. Um, uh, you can always get me at Stephen Glickman, S T E P H E N Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast. And uh, we love you. And Victoria, come to our live show. You're just the coolest. Yeah, come to please. our live show. Come to the live show. April Always 21st, 100th episode. 100th episode. Oh, I'd love to. Yes, please. Yes, it's a I date. Love it. Love, yes. ooh, lovely. lovely. All right. Thanks for listening and uh, have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm.